this is No You Can't Say Hi. My name is John Brown. As always, follow the uh, Twitter account, follow the SoundCloud, follow everywhere at No You Can't Say Hi. Follow me at John Brown. Today is going to be a little bit different. I got one of my Twitter friends on. Uh, her name is Emily. Her at name is at Snarls the Gall, so follow her. Her name will be in the description. And we talk about um, we talk about soccer. We talk about the World Cup. We talk about the quarterfinals. We talk about a little bit about racism. We talk a little bit about how they allocate uh, yellow and red cards. We talk um, France. We talk England. Uh, it's really good. She's really good. Come for her. Stay for her. She's smart. She's intelligent. She's uh, well prepared. She knows what the fuck is going on. So shout out to her. And um, yeah, I hope y'all enjoy it. What's up, Emily? Uh, hey, what's up, uh, John Brown? Is that your is that your real name? Or? <laughs> that's not my real name. I'll tell you my real name <laughs> off of this, but that's not my real name. <laughs> yeah, saying pseudonymous. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what's going on? Um, I wanted to discuss the uh, quarterfinals with you and a bunch of other things. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess we can just start with the most recent match, uh, Russia and Croatia. I didn't see most of this match. I only saw the penalties, but I know you watched the whole thing. So what was your takeaway from it? Um, I think... I don't know, maybe it's a case of, like, Russia, for Russia, like, the, it was the other shoe dropping, you know, of, uh, like, you know, in retrospect, it seems, okay, Russia was never going to make it to the semis, and, like, this is just, you know, they just, like, held on for longer than mm-hmm. we would have expected. Mm-hmm. But, actually, it was a very, it was a very even game, I think, obviously, since it went to penalties, mm-hmm. um, and, like, I don't know, it was very tense, um, it was very... It was like there were there were a lot of there were a lot of opportunities on goal that mm. were that were not um, you know that were not capitalized upon or not finished. There was this one really incredible miss uh, by Croatia where um, one striker I'm not gonna remember anyone's name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. I'm only human. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, there was a there was one miss that like that hit the crossbar and looked and bounced almost as if it was going to go in, but, like, bounced off the crossbar and, like, right past... Yeah. Not the crossbar, the, the post, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I think that was And the post Perisic. and, like, bounced right past the... Uh, oh, Perisic, mm-hmm. right. Uh, the, the MLS player. Um, uh, but, yeah, it was... I actually, like... Over the course of the game, I started to really be invested in Croatia, even though <laughs> really? I really was indifferent to them before, yeah. Why? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think just, uh, I think just the way that they played appealed to me. Uh, I just think they had like a little bit more flair. Um, and maybe maybe I just didn't want Russia to win because of, uh, I don't know why. No, I mean, yeah, you know why. It's just you know, it's Russia. Yeah, it's like my grandfather was like, you know, like was persecuted in Russia yeah, right. like back in the day I'm like mm, I don't need to really yeah support you yeah so yeah um yeah the penalties were actually like I was I had my heart beating out of my chest the, the, those were some really 
exciting penalties. And those were some really awful penalties too. Some of the, the I forget which <laughs> Russian player just like missed the entire fucking target. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, what's funny is like he's Brazilian who was like oh, naturalized yeah, Russian to yeah. play Fernandez, <laughs> right? Yeah, oh yeah. My god. So it's like. You know, the series, like, they're like, oh, all Brazilians are good at soccer. Let's just get this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like, Luka Modric, like, got... Oh, uh, that was that was a cute penalty, yeah, I thought. Yeah, I, he thought he missed it. Everyone thought he missed it, and it just, like, sneaks in, like, yeah. on the opposite side it's of the beautiful. goal. It was That was a really exciting penalty round, but um, I'm glad Russia lost. I, I, there was no... Uh, could you imagine a Russia-England semifinal? I mean, first of all, like the hooliganism would be out of control. <laughs> yeah, right. I I would I would not like that yeah. at all. Yeah, neither would I. Um, speaking of England, they beat um, Sweden two nil. Mm-hmm. I want to say. Yeah. Um, what did you think of that match? Um, I don't know. I didn't think much of it at all. It was fine. What did you think of it? Yeah, I mean, Sweden, they've been playing the same way the entire tournament, which is kind of how they made it so far. They've been just extremely mm-hmm. defensive. They, I don't think they've yeah. had more than, like, 37 or 38% possession in any match. Like, really? Since, yeah, period. Like, the entire tournament. They just play really defensive. They counter, and then they're not wasteful with their chances. And, you know, that's fine when you're in the group stages and you're playing against teams that are like more equivalent to you in talent and maybe, you know, some sort of variance happens for luck and shit like that. But, you know, England say what you want about them. They, they have a lot of talent, you know, they have a lot of attacking talent. They have, um, they have some midfield talent, I guess. (laughs) And, um, Jordan Pickford is playing very well. So, um, you know, if you're going to just seed possession, the entire match, eventually, you know, right. something's going to happen. Something's going to strike. And I think their first goal was off of a set piece, right? The Harry Maguire header. Yes. Yeah. I love the way the Telemundo announcers pronounce Maguire. How do they? I haven't been watching. It's like Maguire. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> yeah. there's something about like, you know, how, how different, how uh, different last names are pronounced in like a language other than their own. I just think yeah. it's like, yeah. Nice. When they pronounce it right. But we'll get to that later. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, England looked relatively good. I mean, mm-hmm. their second goal was the Delhi Ali. I think it was Jesse Lingard who played well. Jesse Lingard's been playing yeah. pretty well. Jesse Lingard hit like a little cross to Delhi Ali, who was like, oh, wow. That's right. Open. That was a really pretty goal. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like, okay, well, this is. Once, once that, I think they scored in like the 60, in the 60 to 70th minute, somewhere around there. Yeah, and after that, the air kind of fell out of the game. Yeah, because, you know, England's sort of quit attacking. Sweden doesn't really have the attacking sort of mm-hmm. verve to really, like, pressure England in any sort of real way. But the real question yeah. I want to ask you is, is it coming home? Okay. Is it coming so home? That's an interesting question because it seems like a lot of the English have decided already that it is and have it's said, okay, home. lads, it's coming home. And guess what? There's a thing called the evil eye. <laughs> and, uh, and you know, I think, I think you really, you're not, not you, but like, if you're, you know, if someone is, uh, is really hitting this, it's coming home thing hard, I think 
you can't not attract uh, the evil eye. Yeah. When you're doing this, yeah. and if, you know, and if and if they still win, then I I really despair of like, you know, just the order of the universe. Yeah. Because they've really put it out there and jinxed themselves. Yeah. At this point. I mean, of course, watch them win it now just to prove that I'm uh, an <laughs> yeah. idiot for making predictions. But, like, I just, it's just, like, they really, no, no, none of the other countries that are in the quarterfinals have, like, have done a slogan of, like, right. we're going to win it. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, too much overconfidence. Um. Yeah, they're going crazy over there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I was watching, um, I was on Stormzy's Instagram, oh. and he, like, stopped, perf- he was, like, performing at some sort of festival, and he, like, he stopped mm-hmm. performing during the penalties of the, um, of the England-Sweden match, and then, like, wow. when England won, he played, it was, like, uh, Too Big for Your Boots, or one of his fucking songs. Oh, I see, it's, like, a commentary. Yeah. And yeah, nice. they are going... It'd be it'd be interesting to see them win. I don't think I want to see them win. I kind of want to see like the players, some of the players at least win. But I don't know if I want to see England as the country win. Right, um, right. Out of the final four that we have, I don't really yeah. know. Um, but I don't know. I think I think you're definitely right. They have they have something coming to them for this all this shit they've been talking about. It's coming home. They've been saying this since like the first match too. Like this has been like consistent. Right. I mean, in the words of Stormzy, they're getting too big for their boots. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, but um, did you see anything else in that game? Do you want to talk about any of the players? Um, I don't know. I get the impression that they should have put Raheem Sterling on a little earlier. Mm-hmm. But I always think that I always think you know, he's he's not necessarily appreciated at his at his true value. Yeah, he, um, yeah. But I mean that'll I think that'll sort itself out hopefully. Yeah, Sterling played. He played well. He missed a a, a really clear cut yeah. chance, but yeah, he did. He does that sometimes, but you know, <laughs> right? He played. He played well. Um, Harry, yeah. you have any Harry Kane takes? Um, he's, like, he's good. I mean, he's, uh, you know, I find his face annoying, and <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of Tottenham, but, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I think he's, uh, he's very good at, at, at finishing and scoring goals. Yeah, he's, he's, he, it's, all of his goals this, this tournament have been pure fucking shit, or fucking penalties, and he's leading, yeah, I think he's Yeah, but leading. he's, but he gets it he done, gets it I done. guess, yeah. even if it's ugly. You can't really talk shit about Harry yeah. King, yeah. I mean, it's, like, I do find it annoying that, like, you know, he's been kind of, in the media coverage, like, renders him as, like, the face of the team. Yeah. Or whatever, when there are so many, there's so many interesting personalities that you could focus on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not really his fault, I guess. Yeah, I think at this point, I'm sort of, like, the less attention the English media gives Raheem Sterling, the better, just, like, period. Well, that's true. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. They were, like, oh, his mom's the bathroom in his mom's house is too fancy right yeah like excuse me yeah like what what are we even doing like this lady cleaning toilets to provide for her son she should have a, a gold-plated toilet yeah. if she wants like what are we Jesus. even doing yeah um speaking of gold-plated toilets let's talk about france uruguay i don't know how that's speaking of gold-plated <laughs> toilets honestly i thought we were going to talk, talk about donald trump <laughs> yeah i don't know why yeah. um, um france uruguay the um 
the cry Luis Suarez cry bowl match. Um, oh. Friends won. Fr- Just poetry. Yeah, Friends dominated really. Um, mm-hmm. Uruguay didn't really have anything for them because you know they only had Luis Suarez, who actually did play pretty well. Um, they didn't have Edison yeah. Cavani. He was hurt. He didn't even get subbed yeah. on. Um, what did you think of uh, France Uruguay? Um, yeah, I like I didn't know that Cavani was injured until like a few minutes before the game, and I and I had been, I guess, looking forward to or interested in seeing like these two like PSG uh, partners face off against each other because like right. um, well, I guess like uh, Mbappe is the only of the PSG's front three that's uh, that's still in the tournament, but yeah, um, you yeah. know that would have been an interesting an interesting matchup. Yeah. Um, I thought it was slightly less exciting than France Argentina. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but maybe that's because France Argentina is when France like went from like dull and boring and like okay, yeah, we're just playing to get out of the out of the pool stage mm-hmm. to like okay, we're like fired on all cylinders. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I think uh, I think there's some really um, there was like a little bit of of like that that flair and that like sense of fun, but. But not as much as as in the Argentina game. Do, do you um do you want me to go into like France's playing style and why Please. I think it's okay? Yeah. So you know, I think I think they have like a lot of players that like that are not necessarily misused, but used in a way that doesn't that doesn't play to their like to their greatest strength. Like mm-hmm. Pogba, for example. Mm-hmm. Like. Or I don't know this whole thing of like the four three two one with like Giroud as the sort of like guy in front. Like I just don't understand that. I don't understand why he would be the guy that you want to showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I don't know if you like. It seems like Deschamps, the coach, is really trying to suppress like everything that that could make this team fun to watch right. and just be like, okay, we're gonna win, but we're gonna win without any panache. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, yeah, if you listen, if you listen to, like inter- if you look at interviews by the players, mm-hmm. like when they're asked what is the team style, they like can't answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like systematically, they're not able to answer. Yeah. Um, and I just wish I don't know. I just wish that like Dijon would let them play like some beautiful football. I mean, like I think that they are good enough that they can play beautifully and also win. You know what I mean? Like that's a little bit frustrating to me. I 100% agree because they have so much talent. I think coming in, I thought they were like the second most talented uh, team in the whole thing. Um, I don't understand why he doesn't play. I think he played. He started Dembele the first match, but he took him out mm-hmm. and he like played Matuidi um, mm-hmm. in, Dembe- in Dembele's spot on the wing. And then yesterday, or um, two days ago, he played fucking um, um, Toliso on the wing who's a central midfielder and it's just like okay what are we doing here like yeah yeah it seems like he's like deliberately just like putting them a little bit off kilter or whatever i mean maybe he's like trying to to make it so it's impossible to predict what the lineup will be so that like the team the opposing teams can't prepare I but guess. i don't know it just seems like yeah i mean it doesn't really make for as good of watching as right um, as it could be, right. and I guess if you're Deschamps, that doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, they're in the semis, so he. I mean, yeah, it's like he's. Kind of, I don't know. It seems like he's kind of anti-fun. And let me tell you something else. He, like, I think it's just like of a piece with like his whole thing of 
he really represses the represses the personalities of the players like in terms of like media stuff again like he really like you know basically like they can't say anything they like mm -hmm. you know he really wants to prevent them from like mm -hmm. any outbursts any you know leaking anything yeah um just like very under very very tight control yeah um it's almost like i don't know like people say the nfl is the no fun league or whatever but i feel yeah i feel like dishon's the no fun coach <laughs> the french national team is the, the yeah no, the no fun association no yeah, fun football seriously. association yeah i um, mean because when you have like you have killing mbappe he's like 19 but he's like so fun and incredible to watch and he can take yeah. the ball from like the midfield dribble past yeah, like he everybody just has, has like a childlike sense of wonder almost right. when he's playing exactly it's like it just warms my heart every time if paul pogba who is like out, out he's like my favorite football player to watch outside of um outside of chelsea players but he is incredible he has yeah. so much talent like and he's, and he's, he's just so cool and he's so cool and he's so fucking misused on the club level and on the national level mm -hmm. too even though he has been playing very very well this tournament but still um you know you have all these incredible players you have uh blackface too he's an incredible incredible um i i really wish that he were that good <laughs> yeah i mean but he's, yeah, yeah basically what i hope for in every game is like that france will win but it will win without him playing <laughs> an important role so that i could like fully yeah be happy about it yeah oh yeah also they have a domestic abuser on their team so that's yeah cool. um lucas hernandez yeah 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 so i mean it's like, oh, they're like, oh, Benzema is like, you know, was allegedly an accessory to, to, to sexual extortion or whatever. Yeah, that story is fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, like, a court cleared him of everything, whereas yeah. Lucas Hernandez actually was, like, you know, condemned and judged guilty by a court. Yeah. And, so. and who, who, he was kicked off, like, hmm. the Spanish team, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, I mean... Why do you have to play him? Why? There are 23 people on this on this uh, team. Yeah, it's not like... Just don't play him. And he's not, like, even, like, one of the best wing um, fullbacks, like, in the world or something, where it's, like, it's a decision, or it's, like, something that they 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 could struggle or grapple with. Like, you can definitely replace uh, Hernandez. Uh -huh. um, yeah, absolutely. Um, so are, are we pro or anti-France? Because France is the the most talented team left um mm -hmm. they are they have the, they're the team with the most potential um yeah I, i'm i guess they're the team with the most likable players and at least in the starting 11 um yeah uh, but there's a lot of baggage <laughs> there's the uh Griezmann baggage there's a hernandez baggage there's um the Deschamps, didier Deschamps baggage you say the french names much better than i do um uh. No, uh, you're, you're saying them right. You're saying them right. Are are we pro or anti France? Well, okay, so I am French, so I'm always okay. going to be, I think, pro France, even as I'm very critical both of the team and the country and just like the culture and everything. Right. But, but okay, I guess the question is, if I weren't French, would I still be pro France? I'm no, Maybe? no, you. <laughs> you, 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 me personally. Yes. Yeah, no, me personally, I'm I'm still pro France and I think like Okay. 
I had during the group stage I had kind of been like this is dull like I don't really care at this point yeah. because you know why you know oh they're just gonna like they're just gonna like win but in an ugly way oh man and like you know but but now that they're now that they've like kind of gone into second gear mm-hmm. um like now now I'm really like fully pro France um I'm just, I'm just invested in them. I'm like, okay, yeah, if they win, Macron is going to be, like, really happy. And it's going like, <laughs> to, yeah. somehow use this as his own PR yeah. to say that, like, look, look at these young people who pulled themselves up by their bootstraps. Yeah. All of you should do this, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's going to be insufferable. Okay. But, I mean, I would still, I would still like to see them win. Like, they're so young. Oh, man. That, you know, they're also young that even if they only make it to the semis, I think, you know, they can come back next year and get it back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I'm pro France now. I mean, I, I've always been pro. I'm pro in Golo Kante first and foremost oh, for yes. my entire life. Um, I'm pro in Golo Kante, so I'm pro France. Is he a Chelsea player, or yeah. how did you start to be a fan of his? He was on Leicester first. He helped uh-huh. Leicester win that crazy title. And then. Oh, wow, yeah. And then he came to Chelsea and I loved che- I loved him on Chelsea because like a lot of football Twitter didn't like him and didn't rate him <laughs> because yeah. you know he's he's not really like a uh he he's he's a, he's a he's one of those players that like the English media uh would use um in a way that would be like this is how the game is supposed to be played this is how a player is supposed to act on the on and off the field like cuz you know he doesn't do shit he's uh, he's always smiling. He's always like, you know, right, he just right. plays. He doesn't complain. He doesn't like whatever, whatever. He doesn't um, yeah. have any like, I don't want to say he doesn't have any sauce, but he doesn't have like sort of like, you know, but he was always juxtaposed with like players like Paul Pogba or Raheem Sterling, uh... you know? Yeah. So a lot of uh, <clears throat> football Twitter in response to that was like, oh, well, we don't fucking like this guy because if you're going to like, you know, come. Uh, use him to disparage other pl- black players. We don't like that. Right, right. But I think a lot of people have turned and just recognize how incredible he is because he's really, he's amazing. And like every single picture of him is like the best picture I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Um. But yeah, besides him, like they're all the French players on Instagram. They just like they all love each other. Like they're all yeah, they're always dancing. Yeah, no, I was I was actually very excited about that. Like. I, like there were these photos that came out of them training mm-hmm. and like they were all like you know, they were hugging each exactly, other and uh, they were like oh there's all their shining beautiful faces yeah and they it's, and they are so pound for pound they might be the most handsome uh uh team maybe in the whole thing um you have obviously i mean that a, remains or the is that was in the whole thing yeah i i should probably say remains i don't think i can make yeah. that sweeping sort of statement because I don't really remember <laughs> everybody's face right now. There are a lot of very handsome teams. There are. So, you know, it's a tough, it's a tough field. There are. But France, up top, they have Big Sexy, Giroud. Um, they have a lot of okay, handsome players. See, see, okay, the thing about uh, Giroud, and, like, I think a lot of people think Griezmann is handsome, too, is, like, for me, they, like, they're, they look like people I know from growing up who probably bullied me. So oh no, you know it's like I mean right? It's like a frat boy in America, you know. Oh really? That's it's like that's the oh vibe? like you know, it's like he's good looking, but you like ascribe certain traits to him just oh. because like 
right? Like, he's, like, a type of person. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like that for me. Oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> Paul, Paul Pog- I mean, you know, yeah. I think it's not, it's not like people aren't allowed to find those people good looking. It's just, it's Please, just not, it's just not your thing. I got you. It's not my thing. Um, Paul Pogba's pretty handsome. Um, mm-hmm. I like him better with the flashy hair because a lot of people don't like him with the hair, but um, yeah, he, he got rid of that for this tournament. Um, yeah, no, they have a lot of Dembele and 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 Mbappe are like they're so young and so fast and so like energetic and I don't know. I, I really like this France team. I hope they win. They have the most black players and once all the African yeah. once all the African teams got kicked out, I was like, this right. is this is who I'm rooting for. Yeah. Um, another team with uh, some players of Afro descent, uh, Brazil. Mm-hmm. Yes. Got knocked out by Belgium. Yeah. What did you think? Um, I mean, I thought that, like, you know, based on that match, like that's kind of what Brazil deserved. Like, they kind of, I guess, they never fully gelled yeah maybe Mm -hmm. in this tournament like Mm -hmm. obviously like because they just have so much talent like oozing out of their pores or whatever like they managed to make it that far Mm -hmm. um but you know i mean they had so 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 many chances in that belgium game and they couldn't really like finish any of them and also i think if we want to take it's like brazilian politics there's like a little bit of a of an undercurrent that might explain some things. So, like, um, basically, there was kind of a, a soft coup in Brazil a few years ago. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so, like, it was... So the president was um, the first... I, I believe the first female president of Brazil. Um, she was... I'm not sure if, like... So the racial categories in Brazil are different, but in the U.S., she would be considered black. Okay. Um, in Brazil, she would maybe be considered, like, something between white and black. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and she was, like, a leftist and like a, for- and, like, a former Marxist freedom fighter who'd been tortured by the Brazilian dictatorship. So, like, she was, you know... Yeah. She had, like, certain... Like, she occupied a certain, like, positionality, you know what I mean? And so she was uh, implicated in, like, a corruption scandal and, like, impeached by parliament. And, like, her whole cabinet was replaced by, like... A bunch of like right-wing white guys oh, no. who were like way more corrupt than her yeah and so yeah and there were all these protests in brazil like against Dilma, the president and all of those right-wing protesters were wearing the yellow the canary yellow brazil jerseys no, and so, like, no. the jerseys were like strongly strongly associated with like yeah you know with that political tendency yeah um and, and like if you know like it was really really a strong association when like leftists for example would not be caught dead in the yellow jersey oh. like it was that powerful of a thing wow um and so you know and like there was a poll that came out that like you know most a lot of brazilians were just not that into the uh the team in the world cup because like you know right now like the situation is pretty bad and like there might even be like you know a reversion to like a dictatorship oh no it's like the front runner for the election has been like we need a military dictatorship again i think that would be good like straight up like you just said that so you know i think if people in brazil are like we're not really like we (laughs) have other things to worry about besides and so you know in terms of popular support i think it wasn't 
where it was usually, you know, where it is usually. <clears throat> yeah, it it did seem like Brazil should have won this tournament, and it also seemed like it wasn't really that like upsetting to like actual Brazilians, like you know. Right, right, exactly. And that definitely does make sense. I didn't know that they were going through so much political upheaval. That is, oh man. Um, yeah, if you look into it, it's like it's it gets worse the more you look into it. Yeah. You know? Um, that is. You know, during the match, I was just watching and, you know, Brazil was just, they were like, in my opinion, they were just much better than Belgium. Um, You know, Belgium just had the guys up front that we can talk about. Mm -hmm. But um, Brazil were, I think in the second half, they had like, I want to say 16 or 17 shots. um, And only one went in. (laughs) <laughs> only one passed uh, Thibaut Courtois. Um, yeah. They really, like, put turned the pressure on when they took Willian off, who had who had a t- really bad tournament. But they took Willian off. They brought on um, Douglas Costa. They brought on Roberto Firmino. Firmino. Mm-hmm. And Roberto Firmino yeah. was in- incredible. Um, he, he might – he might – he should have started. Um, but they, they really yeah. couldn't just overcome the uh, – the Belgian lead because because Belgium was just sitting back at one point they had like six or seven people just like sitting all the way yeah back. no their defense was really packed tightly yeah. in and like I mean that actually paid off because the the Brazilian offense would like would like do these like amazing dribbles all around them yeah. but then yeah. when they took a shot it would just bounce off one of the seven defenders yeah. um I also want to talk about um um Romulo Lukaku who has been incredible yes and yes absolutely my agenda against lukaku is officially dead it's buried oh like in the you know along a premier league rivalry i mean i mean it's it's dead and it's dead until august then it'll come back right right like as of right now he has been like maybe the best player in the whole tournament um he's been incredible the the run he made against um who who was their uh, round of sixteen opponent they played um, mm, um I couldn't tell you yeah I forget it's been so many fucking games but the yeah. the run he made Japan the run he made in the Japan oh yeah, game, yeah yeah the run he made in the Japan game where he like took the fucking um one of the defenders like out of the entire picture and that led to um. I forget. Oh, oh! When he like faked that he was gonna take the the cen- the the center, and then he just like kind of drew the defender away and mm-hmm. let someone else mm-hmm. actually score the goal. That was so brilliant. Yeah. That was... he, his movement off yeah. the ball, on the ball, has been amazing. He's been mm-hmm. it. It really with him and with Pogba and with Lingard. It really shows you how awful Jose Mourinho is with all these players like just being incredible and how they just can't be as good <laughs> at Manchester United. But yeah. Um, He's been incredible. Yeah, absolutely. My my most handsome son, Eden Hazard, has been oh awesome. Yes, my my boyfriend, Eden Hazard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, He's been amazing. Um, yeah. Kevin De Bruyne. I think isn't to go back to Romelu Lukaku. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there like so a lot of banter about how he couldn't dribble? Yeah, he couldn't dribble. He had a bad first touch. Um, he was slow. All of these things that all these things that are so not true. So that I, I mean, used maybe to it's because like he is he like taller or or like just physically larger than other players. Because I know like yeah, if you're like super tall, like maybe you're not as fast. Is that like was that what it was 
based on or like yeah he's i'm looking it up right now he's six three but he plays see the thing is at manchester united he plays sort of this like target man sort of role like he doesn't really like okay. the way the way Mourinho plays Mourinho plays extremely defensive and and you know it's a lot of like crosses into Lukaku or like some or like service mm-hmm. into Lukaku that doesn't really let him show off his like creative like ta- uh, talent or verb or whatever you want to say so I guess that's the perception I and a lot of football Twitter had of him but he yeah. is just like the way he can create out wide, the way he was like running past um who was it, Wagner, I think. I was just like sh- I was yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? Like this is this is like a whole new player I've never seen before. Like he's he was amazing. And did you read his um his players tribune piece? Yeah, yeah. it was it was really incredible. It was very well written also, like yeah. just the the details and the Yeah. Just like the 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 way he told the story was like yeah really amazing i like didn't really know that uh know any of that about him yeah but it really made me like a fan of his yeah. just like the sincerity uh-huh. um yeah. Yeah. yeah and like just his um just like how he talks about like what being belgian means to him right it's very cool like for him he he's like for him like you know belgium is all about like you know you have like people from like you know who speak like all these different languages like coming together and uh I mean, I just, I just really, I just really liked him a lot after I read that piece, and you know, before I didn't feel any particular way about him. But, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. unfortunately, I like Romelu Lukaku now. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting because like usually players play better for their club than for their country, and like mm-hmm. when they play for their country, they usually like are taken down a notch, mm-hmm. but Lukaku actually, like, leveled up, yeah. I guess. Yeah, he's been flourishing. Um, yeah. Do people say the Belgian coach, like, kind of sucks? Yeah, what do you think of of Roberto Martinez? Because he... Well, clearly he doesn't suck, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, I remember him... He's going to do something right. I remember him in the Premier League, and he, he was not good. Like, he was not like this. Like, he's... The, the, the things he's been doing, like, the Japan game, just putting on Chadley and, and, and Fellaini... Yeah. <laughs> and just with, yeah, those are also players that no one likes. Yeah, just putting on these plus six foot guys, six plus six like two guys actually. These guys are like mm-hmm. six three, six four against the Japanese wow. team who are like you know all short and just, oh, and of course they score on the header. Yeah, and they just cross yeah. the ball into those guys. And um, this match, uh, just the 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 fact that they counter. Uh, counterattacked off of Brazilians because they knew Brazil was just going to attack, attack, attack and the way they would counterpress and the way he moved forward uh, he put Kevin yeah. De Bruyne more forward and had Chadley yeah. and Fellaini sort of as his uh, his protection like he's been doing a lot of good things which is agendas have been dying left and right in this tournament yeah I mean it's almost like you know if you take like Fellaini and Lukaku and uh, I guess Chadley like I don't know, like, those players that everyone, like, hated right. and thought were garbage, right. like, yeah, it seems like they were just, they were just being, like, misused, and then, yeah. you know, there's a whole new light, yeah. seeing them in a whole new light. Yeah. I guess that's what the World Cup is all about, right? Like, it you is. see, you know, you see, like, someone obscure kind of, like, being brought into the light mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Absolutely. Um, what did you think of, um, um, Brazil? Just the whole, uh... The whole match, um, because, well, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Neymar, 
and we were right. we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording but i was like are you pro or anti neymar and you're like that's you, that's not really the question is it am i pro or anti diving and like, so are you pro yeah. or anti neymar slash pro or anti diving um so okay i mean as a fan of league who's not a psg fan yeah. you know then i'm anti neymar <laughs> actually yeah. because like i think it it makes the whole league so top heavy yeah yeah um but you know, I mean, that's whatever. That's not necessarily his fault or yeah. anything. And he's gonna. So leave. we can we can put that aside. Yeah, and he's gonna leave. But soon I anyway. think, yeah, if he goes to Real, like, I think I think is gonna be like kind of more wide open and more fun. Right. Um, but but yeah, I mean, like in terms of like, I feel like he's really 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 criticized for for his diving mm-hmm. and for his hair. Yeah. Um, which is like that's all very coded. Like diving, yeah. I guess, is like. Right, it's something that people use against, like, people from Latin countries. Mm-hmm. And, like, hair is something that people use against black players. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I don't know, all these, like, you know, they're all these, like, uh, South American players with, like, flowing locks who have, like, their little headbands on. It looks very ugly, but nobody <laughs> actually cares about that. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think, I think he gets a lot of unfair criticism. And, yes, he dives a lot and it's dramatic, but... You know, I think that's fine. I think that's part of the game. And he also gets attacked so much, like, by, you know, very physically mm-hmm. by defenders. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you know, obviously uh, in this game against Belgium, he wasn't really able to, to score and to get by the defenders. Yeah. But usually he is just by, like, sheer guile and skill and whatever. And so, like, if you can't, if you can't take the ball away from him by, like, just, like, by outsmarting him or whatever, like, I guess a lot of defenders try to just uh, get physical. Yeah, just hack the shit out of him. He's not a very big guy. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, you know, even even in Ligue 1, like, it's so flagrant. Like, they play kind of dirty in Ligue 1. Yeah. um, You know, and he was kind of, like, the target, right? Like, he's hyper-visible. He's, like, very famous. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think... I think when he dives... I mean, usually... I don't know. I think even, like, diving maybe is not the right term because, like, diving implies it's completely fake. Yeah, no, he doesn't dive. Right? He doesn't dive. He he, he he just, like, he forces the issue. He, like, yeah. does a lot. He's very extra. He does a lot after fouled. the play. Yeah, he, he's extra after the play. But, like, when he he's getting fouled, like, all the fucking time. Like, throughout this all tournament. The time. Like, even the first. All the time. Their first match, like, when they drew against, I forget, but they drew against somebody. And he was getting, like, every single time he touched the ball, he was getting fouled. Like, Maybe Switzerland? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Switzerland. Yeah. He was getting fouled, like, every single fucking time. Like, and they wouldn't uh, 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 caution anybody. Um, yeah. But, you know, maybe the excessive rolling on the ground is, you know, a, <laughs> a, a cry for help <laughs> or something. But Right, like, right. He loves, he loves drama, I guess. Yeah, he loves, yeah, or maybe he's just, like, a super dramatic dude, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of the game. I think it's, like one of the things in your arsenal to mm-hmm. to get you know to get a foul or to you know to get a penalty kick or a free kick like, yeah i mean i don't know i just think that there's there's no honor in you know there's not like an an, an extra on, honor in you know in getting up after you get knocked down and like right. not you know never explain never complain like i think that's a little bit like you know that's a little bit coded I agree. Like, that's a little bit of a coded uh, 
thing of like, oh, you know, people from a certain part of the world are like dramatic and weak and offended and all this stuff. Yeah, 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 I agree. I definitely agree. I'm very upset that, um, that Brazil's out. I thought Brazil was going to win it. I thought they deserved to win it. Not necessarily the way they played because they never really like put it together in any any match this entire tournament, but they have the most They're just iconic. Yeah, they're iconic like even though the the far white the far right party in Brazil <laughs> has has yeah. uh co-opted the canary yellow. The canary yellow is just such a classic like jersey like exactly exactly like they have a lot of like i love neymar i love marcelo and marcelo's relationship with his kids i love uh yes Coutinho. i love Firmino. Firmino, i love his shiny teeth um <laughs> yeah he does like the like that kickspin celebration that he does yeah, it's like yeah i just love that gabby jesus i like him i they just have a lot of players that i like you know i can't really yeah. th- think of anybody that off the top of my head that I don't really like. So, but but Belgium, I mean, the, it's very impressive. I think they beat the best team in the tournament, and, you know, shout out to Belgium. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think... Uh, well, what's cool about Belgium is they've never won it before. Yeah. And they're kind of like... I guess we could maybe, like, go into France-Belgium a little bit. Like, France-Belgium is going to be, like, the overdog meets the underdog, Yeah. I guess, in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, just both in terms of, like, soccer, but also in terms of, like, the broader, like, dynamics between those two countries. Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, just uh, what I was telling you before is that, um, you know, France kind of regards Belgium as, like, this little, you know, just this little hat on the <laughs> on the side of France, you yeah. know, like, this kind of, like... This this little country full of full of people who are like not a little slow and not that bright like that's that's what the like they're all these Belgian jokes yeah um like you know there's a Belgian joke that relies on that describes like a Belgian taxi driver who mm-hmm. you know who who like deliberately runs people over because he thinks that the the little logo on his Mercedes is like a sight on a rifle. Like, you know, because he's just, like, that dumb. Oh, no. Like, they're all of these, yeah. So, basically, <laughs> French people really like to have Belgians, and I think it's, like, just they're a smaller country or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, but so there's there's a little bit of a, of a rivalry there. Those are my favorite. The geopolitical rivalries are my favorite type of rivalries. They're so spicy. Yeah, very, like very the, spicy. Uh, yeah. That means Twitter's going to be on fire that day. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, Francophone Twitter is going to be very, yeah. very messy. <laughs> yeah, <good>. yeah. Um, <laughs> so what do you what do you think, like, uh, what do you think about, is going to happen? Like, do you want to make a prediction? Do you want to... Mm, I don't know. I'm too, maybe I'm too close to this to make a prediction. You know, I'm too, like, invested. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I would love for France to win. But I think if France if France loses, I think I would still root for Belgium to when, to win the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's gonna be interesting to see, like, you know, you have like Lukaku. Uh, I want to see like Golo Kante try to take the ball from Lukaku. Yeah. Like just see that matchup. <laughs> yes, yes. Six three versus five seven, five six. Yeah, yeah. I saw this tweet that was like. I can't wait to see like Lukaku running across the pitch like a dinosaur with Conte hanging onto his leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. 
<laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be a very um it's gonna be a very hard match for me to watch because I'm I'm losing no matter what because either Eden Hazard yeah. or Angola Conte is losing and exactly. one of them is winning but one of them is losing and I'm not gonna be happy seeing one of them lose. Um, yeah, I mean they're appealing in kind of similar ways. Like they have like these young, cool, energetic strikers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they have like a very good like I mean I just they're just like so solid like throughout. I just wish that like, that could be the final. I wish I'd be so happy if that too. was the final. Yeah, me too. I was just, oh my god, I was just saying this shit. Like, England Croatia is going to be feel like such a well, the final actually is going to feel like such a a letdown because I feel like mm-hmm. Belgium France is going to be because the, the way the styles in which they play are like really interesting. Like, uh, uh, um, Roberto Martinez sort of has been switching it up like based on mm-hmm. on his opponent, and Deschamps is sort of, you know. If if France hasn't scored, he'll open it up a little bit. But they've they're like extremely yeah. defensive, but they're like so talented that it's like you know you can still like appreciate some of the things that like their, their individual players like Griezmann or Mbappe mm-hmm. or or like Pogba or Conte yeah. can do. And Belgium just has like you know Eden Hazard is creating so much. Kevin De Bruyne, yeah. who I don't like, is creating so much. Like, wait, why don't you like him? I just don't like his face. I, there's something oh, about yeah. that face. Wait, I have a fun going. fact about his face. What, let me hear it. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of about his face. So, yeah, basically his wife cheated on him with Courtois, the goalie. No way. Of <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, excuse me? What? I, yeah. I thought Courtois so, was, was married. What? I thought he was married. Oh, no, he's divorced, right? He's, like, estranged from his wife. Well, he, he is now. Oh, my God. What? What is this? What is happening yeah, in Belgium? Yeah, it was payback because he hooked up with her best friend. And so she was like, huh? Well, you know what? <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? Two can play that game. Yeah. I'm going to going to hook up with uh, your teammate. Oh, man. And so, you know, good for her. Yeah. She, she, got, she got hers. He got what he was coming to him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad because I don't like his face. Yeah, I, I just found that like really funny. I know I didn't like his face for a reason, and there you go. There it is. They all used to. They all used to be. Um. They all used to be Chelsea teammates too, which makes me even oh, matter. Yeah. Him and Courtois and fucking Hazard and Lukaku. Right, right. We had them all, which is just like. Oh, that's wow. That's yeah. I guess like Chelsea tends to lose a lot of good players. Yeah, we don't need to talk. Or you know, to, to sell them. them. We, you know, they didn't misplace them. Yeah, but we don't need to talk about that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like they had Salah. <laughs> oh also. man, you were just—we're just talking about it then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not that Salah necessarily played in his in his best form for Chelsea. I think like just yeah, none of them the did. and like the, yeah. you know that team and those dynamics and that style of plays yeah. were allowed him to flourish, and he couldn't have done what he did. I think for any old team. Oh, you know, I still hate Jose Mourinho to this day. Um, that's oh, I mean, a hundred percent. Like he looks like just his face. He yeah. looks like a petulant baby. Yeah, yeah. Every single photo, it looks like he's you know he like he just looks so sour. Yeah, and he his, his managing style is the exact same. Um, <laughs> I think France should win though. I hope France wins. If Belgium wins, I'm not gonna be too mad. That game should be awesome. What do you th- What do you think about uh, England Croatia? Um. So okay, this is not my insight. It comes from. Football as a country, mm-hmm. the the left soccer Twitter uh, king. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so he said basically that 
Croatia, their whole thing is they have like an amazing midfield. Yeah. And their whole thing is they they compensate for not having necessarily like some strong anchors in midfield. Mm-hmm. And so like that contrast is going to be interesting, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Jordan Henderson, Deli Ali, and Jesse Lingard versus Ivan Rakitic and Luka Modric is going to be, like, you know... Right, right. Yeah. There's a little bit of a... Yeah. Um, a little bit of a mismatch. The thing about Croatia... But then, like, you know, how did, how are they going to... How's England going to... They've had this problem before, probably. Like, they, how are they going to solve it? The thing about Croatia is they, they play on the wings so much, and it's so weird. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you playing on the wings when you have, like, the best midfield, like, left in the tournament, like, by far? Yeah. Like, and it's just... And then, I don't... Because I guess because they want to cross it into Mandzukic because he's so big and he's, yeah. like, this target man. But he can play on the wing. He plays on the wing for Juventus sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, 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 I don't think this game's going to be as... Um, interesting as belgium france um i think i think england does have i think england matches up better than a lot of people may think just because croatia you know england has a lot of uh good players like they have a lot of really good players i don't think they have any like world-class players maybe if you want maybe you think harry kane is a world-class player i don't know it's like not yet like maybe yeah i mean a lot of them are still like babies but still babies right yeah like, yeah um so they're gonna be pretty good for a long time so get mm-hmm. get used to you know all that shit <laughs> right um but yeah i think um i think it's gonna be definitely i think whoever wins this is gonna come in second place but um i don't know yeah i'm hoping for yeah uh, i mean i think i don't know they're not <clears throat> i guess even, even though you know even there's this tactical difference between them like they're not that different i think like with the internationalization mm-hmm. of the game it's like okay they all play in the same like four or five leagues pretty much yeah yeah that's true like especially the european players right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they're not because they're not going to like el ahli or mm-hmm. you know esperance tunis or mm-hmm. whatever like you know they're they're playing in the same like five six leagues yeah and so you know, it's not like they have like that different of styles, and maybe maybe that's a good thing, maybe that's not. But the Croatian president yeah. is. Um, have you seen her before? No, I haven't. She's, Wait, let me. I'm gonna Google her. She's. Um, there were some pictures floating around on Twitter. She's. She's kind of. She's. You know. She's a. She's a very good looking president. I'll say that. Um, okay. I, you don't really see extremely attractive politicians that often. So, that's true. That's true. You know, go go Croatia. Maybe I don't know. I want to. Yeah, see, go Croatia. I want to see. Right well, the fact they have a female president huh. is pretty cool. Yeah, they do. But I think she's like. I don't think she's like a progressive <laughs> person. Uh, I think she's like against gay mm. marriage and stuff like that. I don't know. Yikes. But. Um, yeah, Serbia actually has a female prime minister who's LGBT. Uh, I think that's the that's a first in in former Yugoslavia. Wow! Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like. Huh, Western, you know, Western Europe doesn't have a monopoly on, like, yeah. you know, representation yeah. for women and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, you want, let's talk about um, VAR, VAR, uh, Video yeah. Assistant yeah. Referee. Mm-hmm. This is the first World Cup that it's been used in. Um, how do you think it's been, it's been going so far? I mean, I think there have been calls that are, 
that have like frustrated me and frustrated a lot of people like I very vividly remember even despite the fact that there have been 70 million games in this tournament <laughs> yeah I still remember very vividly when Iran played oh, against yeah. Portugal and they is Portugal not Spain right I'm not like can't tell Portugal and Spain apart I think it was but... I think it was you're, I remember the VAR call. I think it was Spain because I think they yeah. they tied that match. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like Iran scored a goal, not yeah. just any goal, but like a very awesome. beautiful goal. And then awesome. they reviewed it with VAR and yeah. they were like one inch offside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, I don't know. So apparently, um, so my, my friend, uh, one of my friends was a Near Eastern Studies major and, and studied the topic of like, conspiracy theories in iran like iran is really big on conspiracy theories and it's like Mm -hmm. you know there's actually a good reason for that to be part of like the national like national interests i guess because iran gets like you know fucked with by larger powers all the time yeah and so you know this is like one more thing to add to the arsenal of like Mm -hmm. iranian conspiracy theorism it's like yeah you know it's kind of messed up yeah and like I don't know. So, like, it's just because, like, you have VR doesn't mean that, like, everything magically becomes, like, fair mm-hmm. or that it becomes unbiased, mm-hmm. right? Because you just have to decide what you review and, like, what you see, like, what you know, what does the ref see? Because, you know, it's basically it's not neutral. It's not neutral just because, like, there's technology involved, I think, like, yeah. you know, we live in a time that's very obsessed with science and objectivity and, like, you know, objectivity is not a real thing. So... I think it's not the cure to in unjust calls and like mm-hmm. nothing you know there is no cure for that and that's also unfortunately part of the game and like that becomes you know maybe that even has a little spice to the game and like informs like the mythologies that teams have of themselves yeah you know yeah um the 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 fact that it's only really been used on like penalties and like not even all, yeah. like not even all like penalty situations. Like there were certain uh, 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 times in the Brazil um, Belgium match where like people were screaming for VAR. I think I think um, mm-hmm. the the uh, I think it was Mounier like uh, hit Neymar on the head in the in the box, and yeah. um, it wasn't called. And I don't think they uh-huh. used VAR and. Uh, just it's certain. It, it just seems like they pick and choose which calls to 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 um, to determine, or they pick and choose which moments to determine whether to use VAR. And exactly, it's when they've used it, it's gone pretty like smoothly in my opinion. It hasn't really like fucked with the the flow of the match or doesn't taken a lot like i don't like when you watch nfl games and they like review like after every like that shit kills me because it like destroys like the flow of whatever they got going yeah it on, makes but, it like, unbearable it makes it un. a lot of things make the nfl unbearable but that's one of them yeah like um vr has been implemented in that sense very well but in the sense that like what are they looking at why are they looking at it why is it only penalties? Um, the scope of it—it's—it does seem like it, it needs a lot of work, and it shouldn't have been like used in this in this tournament. Not yet. Yeah, I mean, I think you know, I think there there are a couple of leagues that use it, right? I believe Bundesliga, maybe. Bundesliga uses it, and one Serie other, a, um, maybe. Yeah, Premier League is getting it either this year or next year. I forget. Yeah. Um, the Champions League is getting it soon as well. Um, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see how it's implemented. Right. 
Yeah, um, I think yeah, it's not the be all end all. Um, yeah. It's maybe just like, a, maybe it's just a gimmick. Maybe it's like, right? It's like some tech contractor is making a lot of money off of this technology, <laughs> probably. Technology, yeah, right. I think that's part of it. Um, you were talking about Iran, so um, I, I, I want to talk about um, the best teams um, that got eliminated in the group stage. Or maybe not yeah. even the best teams, but the teams that you most would have wanted to see mm-hmm. in the round of 16. So who who was the best team or who was the team that you most wanted to see in the round of 16? Um, this is a very tough decision. I mean, I think I would have loved to see Iran definitely in the round of 16 mm-hmm. because, like, Honestly, they could have just coasted on the fact that they're all very good looking, and they didn't. Um, they are very good looking. They are yeah. very, is is that's uh, Sassy's on that team, right? No, for Johnny Sassy is Tunisian. Oh, he's Tunisian. Okay. Yeah, no, no Tunisia. Obviously, so I have a soft spot for Tunisia. Um, mm-hmm. My grandmother was from Tunisia, so I'm gonna, you know, I'm always gonna support them. Actually, a mm-hmm. lot of Tunisians right now are supporting. They want a Belgium-England final so that it looks better for them that they didn't make it out at the group stage. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I really liked Tunisia, even though like they were they didn't quite get it together. But yeah, yeah. and you know they had their best player was injured and like they had a tough group. Mm-hmm. But they basically mm-hmm. drew with England, and people yeah. use that to say, "Oh, England sucks." They drew with Tunisia. It's actually no. They basically drew with Tunisia. It's actually no. Maybe just Tunisia is like good. Good. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I think I'm going to go with um, Iran and Morocco mm, with this. Interesting. Yeah. I just think that, like, the way they played was, like, they actually, you know, they had, actually had, like, a really nice style for both of them. Like, they were they were very technical, but, like, they made it look really nice. Not just mm-hmm. because of their attractiveness, but, like, just they made the, <laughs> they made the, the, the style of play. They had, like, a really yeah. nice style of play. Yeah. And they were just like they were just fun to watch, and like the, all the games that they played in had like drama and energy. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's I, that's so important. Like, it's not necessarily a given that like games are gonna have drama and energy. I just yeah, mm-hmm. I just want more teams from Africa and Asia to mm-hmm. to advance. And like you know, people always people use those regions as like a foil or a joke or whatever. And it's like, no, they these teams are like playing on an equal footing with like your you know your favorite like you know your spains and your portugals and whatever Mm -hmm. like that's not you know you can't just you can't just dismiss a whole region like that anymore um iran would have been awesome getting out of the group stage they Mm -hmm. played i think it was portugal and if they had beaten if they'd beaten portugal they would have made it which would have been so much more entertaining than Portugal, Portugal, uh, absolutely in the group stage. But Iran, yeah. um, I think they 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 couldn't have was it Nike gear because of uh, the, the sanctions sanctions from the United States and other countries, right? Yeah, yeah, and so they had to like every other team they get paid millions of dollars to wear, right? You know, Nike or Adidas or whatever, and they had to actually right. buy it from mm-hmm. the company. So. It's- which is, which is bullshit yeah and i so would have loved to have seen iran just like you know say fuck you to the world and just make it to the round of 16 I you know loved this that. incredible underdog um my pick is obviously going to be senegal yeah because yeah, yeah. i'm west african mm-hmm. um 
Yeah, Shout out to Nigeria too, because Nigeria was awesome as well. And I wish Nigeria Nigeria was I I'm to this day I'm going to say Nigeria was better than Argentina. Argentina just has Lionel Messi and Lionel Messi played his best game of the tournament against mm-hmm. Nigeria, which is fucking incredible because he always does that. But um, Yeah, there's kind of like a rivalry between Argentina and Nigeria. Like there's kind of a thing yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah, and they they always always eliminate Nigeria, which mm-hmm. is crazy. But um, Senegal has so, first off, so much they, sauce. Have, they have one of the most handsome managers in the t- entire tournament. Oh, yeah, in a tournament with several um, handsome managers. Right. Um, I had a thread of, uh, of, of the managers, actually, if you want to check it mm-hmm. out. Oh, you can put that okay. in the show notes or whatever. But it's, uh... That's what, we're definitely going to do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cisse is, he was incredibly handsome, he was incredibly well-dressed, and he was incredibly good, like, tactically, like, yeah. he, it seemed like this Senegal, te- Senegal team had played with, like, because, you know, a lot yeah. of these players, they don't play with their national teams, they play, they're more familiar with their club teams, because that's who they're with most of the year, yeah. um, but it seemed like the Senegal team had, like, an identity, and um, mm-hmm. they were, ex- they have so much, like, like every match they were a fucking underdog to uh, the Fox commentators when like really they're, they're an underdog against Poland when they have players from Liverpool and Napoli and West Ham and every, all around Europe like. yeah Senegal is the is the African super team like I think because mm-hmm. they have like yeah. they have so many players from like big club teams so many players and like a lot of them are like 26 and under you know yeah so like a lot of them are going to be back um, yes, in 2000, 2022, but they have, you know, Sadio Mane captained them. Sadio Mane has one of the best smiles in the entire football world. Yeah. Um, Idris Gaye, Kulidao Kulibali, like they have so many, they have so much talent. Yeah. Um, um I was really impressed by Mbai Myung. Um, yeah, the, he had some good, uh, he was really good as a striker. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, they 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 got the like right I, th- I think it was the um the um who they play second I think they pl- they played Japan second so yeah that was <laughs> like, a really good game within, actually that was one of my favorite games that was a really good game it was very even but like matched. within the first minute I forget who was uh, calling the game but within the first minute they were like um you know the Senegalese team has so much pace and power and so like, what uh, the fuck are you even talking about so, always like, the same two words. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, like no, they the have skill. They have yeah. skill. Yeah, and I don't like, know. Even the Japanese team kind of like bought into this stereotype because mm-hmm. they were like, "Oh, how are we preparing against Senegal? Well, we're gonna we're gonna grow by uh, by five centimeters in height and uh, yeah, and just put on we, five uh, five pounds of muscle." You yeah, know, like joking about, about that and yeah, playing off like the stereotypes of like what Asian men are supposedly like and what uh you know and what West African men are supposedly like. Right. But it's like okay, first of all, in soccer, like the bigger player, that doesn't mean anything, you know. Yeah. yeah. And also, it's like it's it's all based on like these stereotypes. Yeah. Um, but they were so good. They mm-hmm. deserved. They deserved to to make the round of sixteen. They would have done better than Colombia, and it's not really Colombia's fault that they lost against England. I think they were better than England. They just they they didn't have their best player. So yeah, exactly. I mean, if Hamas no. had been on the penalties, like, you know, it's not exactly. unlikely that they would have won that, but... So, they really didn't have Hamas, so it really wasn't, like, 
the Columbia team that because I thought they were going to go all the way. I didn't real I didn't realize I thought they were going to go all the way to the final. I didn't realize the extent of uh, Hamas's injury. But yeah. like if 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 Senegal was there, it would have been awesome to see like an African team finally make it past like the quarterfinals potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, they have so many players that you can root for. Exactly. They are like the dance they did they did after they beat Poland after they beat the shit out of Poland. That was awesome. Like I don't know. I really I thought Senegal was one of the best teams not to make it out. Yeah. Besides I agree. like Ger- Germany germany or something but who gives a fuck about germany um yeah germany's fine like you know they won yeah. last time like they won last that's just time. right that's exactly. just like what happens like the time after you yeah. win like <laughs> yeah i feel like, like you know tradition now even if you're a germany fan you can't take that personally like that's just what happens yeah um yeah i mean i do have to give a shout out to colombia though even though they eliminated senegal mm-hmm. um which i love because i went to watch colombia poland and um mm-hmm in a bar that was like full of Colombian fans and it was the most yeah. lit experience I've ever I, had. Yeah, yeah, I bet. So, so yeah, so yeah. shout out to them. Um, shout out to James, James Rodriguez is, is awesome. I can't, he's, yeah. I can't wait for the next World Cup to, I can't believe he's playing in Germany. That's just criminal, but. Um, it's really too bad. I wish there was yeah. like an all-star team of World Cup players. An that all-star team of World Cup players. That would be dope. Um, so do you, do you want to talk about, uh, um, about why certain teams didn't make it out of the group stage, maybe? Do you want to talk about more, like, big, bigger picture Mm -hmm. sort of things? Sure. Sort of like, um, so you get 32 spots. 31 really because the host nation gets yeah. one spot mm-hmm. um do you want to talk about sort of why african teams don't seem to make it african and asian teams don't seem to make it as far as like the european teams uh sure yeah so i mean first of all um european teams are like the uefa uh conference is overrepresented yeah um because there i think that i believe there are the same number of teams or like you know, there's one a difference of one between Europe and Africa, but um, Africa has fewer slots, um, mm-hmm. and that's and actually when they do the forty team World Cup, like Ugh. in a few years, first of all, it's gonna be a nightmare, but also it's gonna be so it's gonna, it's gonna suck. But also, UEFA is gonna get sixteen slots, and Africa yeah. is gonna get like nine. Yeah. So I mean. You know, first of all, that's like, you know, that's just like a tougher, a tougher thing to qualify out of. Yeah. And then also when we get to like, you know, like structural uh, things, like every, you know, every, um, not every African nation has like a strong club scene or mm-hmm, the ability mm-hmm. to like, or a youth program um, that can like really develop players. And like, especially now with the internationalization of the game, as I was talking about before, it's like, you know, the, the way you gain an advantage is like, oh, you have, like, these facilities, you know, these nice facilities and, like, where you can do, <clears throat> where you can do, like, weight training and, and, you know, and get, like, and have, like, very technical, mm-hmm. you know, very technical, uh, a lot of technical help and, like, medical attention and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, so there's a question of resources, obviously, that, that comes up, um, right? Like, Senegal doesn't even have a club, uh, its own club scene to speak of. Some African teams do, like Egypt has a very strong club scene. Uh, South Africa also. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Tunisia uh, uh, also. But, I mean, there's not, you know, there's, like, a difference that that is maybe, like, you know, it's, like, hard to overcome. And, you know, that, that you know, the scene, like, locally kind of determines, you know, what players, or what kind of players you develop. Mm -hmm. And so, like, the problem is, you know, if you want to develop players to then sell them to European clubs, because, like, that will, you know, that's how you make money as a, like, a youth program, mm -hmm. you're probably going to develop mostly strikers, because strikers yeah. command, like, more money. Right. Um, and so that means that, like, you know, basically every team I can think of has, like, a couple of good attackers, but maybe they didn't have, like, you know, the midfielders or defenders that would round that out. Mm -hmm. Because, like, those, because, like, obviously, right, like, you know, out of millions of people, there are, like, three or four, like, world-class defenders, but, like, they just probably didn't get, like, the attention they needed, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, that kind of, like, makes teams lopsided a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's my, that's my spiel. Um, I got some, I got some numbers for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so Africa is obviously the biggest content continent in the world. Yeah. They have 56, uh, uh, members. Wait, by population? Of, uh, just land mass. It's not Asia? Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Africa, Okay, right? sorry, I mean, yeah. Like maps are, maps are liars anyway, you know. They're, maps they are, are definitely liars. Um, they have 56 members of their, uh, association football for the entire continent. Only 13 have ever made a World Cup. Wow. You know how many uh, bids UEFA got this year? No. 14. So UEFA got more bids this year than Africa has had members make the World Cup. Um, and UEFA also gets 13 automatic berths. They had 14 this year because Russia automatically got in. Yeah. Um, the highest ranked African team is Tunisia at 21st. Well, oh yeah. They were the 14th before the tournament. Yeah. But the FIFA yeah. rankings. Um Senegal right now is 27. Do you really think tw there are 26 better countries in the world uh than Senegal at playing uh, football? No, there are not. Yeah. Nigeria's 48th. Ivory Coast, they didn't make the tournament, but Ivory Coast is 68th. They're not the 68th best team in the world. That's just patently ridiculous. Yeah. Um, like you said, the 2026 World Cup is expanding to 48 teams. UEFA or Europe is getting 16, mm -hmm. the most by far. Yeah. Africa is getting nine. Mm -hmm. Asia is getting eight. And then the Americas, the North and Central and Caribbean uh, are getting six. Six? Um, six, yeah. Six. For And by the way, there's only been one team... Uh, from the Americas that has ever made uh, a semifinal, and that was the United States in like nineteen something. I didn't write it down, but it was like a very, very long time ago. Um, for all the people that will say like, you know, but African teams have never made the semifinals. Yeah, one, one uh, American nor North or Central or Caribbean American team has ever made a, a, a semifinal, and it wasn't when any of us were born. It's always these like American commentators who are like yeah. salty that American didn't make it. Like I can't believe. Tunisia is in the World Cup. 
and yeah. America isn't like actually Tunisia would beat the brakes off of Tunisia, the United yeah, States. Yeah, Tunisia's better than you. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about why there aren't more, there isn't more African representation. They they nearly they're going to nearly double their representation mm-hmm. in twenty twenty six. Um, but it's still in terms of just like the ratio from Africa to Europe, it's still significantly less. So there are obvious reasons, but why do you think Africa doesn't sort of get the respect that European teams do? Like in Iceland is the mm. they, the the way they play was fucking, you know, uh 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 beloved by everybody or yeah. Russia is, is somehow Russia became like this darling of the fucking American media why do you think um, African teams don't sort of get that sort of uh, treatment I mean I think it's like you know if African play, or players of African descent are playing for like a European team mm-hmm. you know for some reason like it's a lot you know they, they have a lot more fans than if they're playing for like an African team, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I think that there's like this, there's like a generalized reluctance to like root for Africa. It's uh, for African teams is that they don't deserve it or that, you know, they don't have like, you know, that they're inherently, that they're inherently like behind in some way or whatever that they like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I mean, obviously, sports writers as a group not necessarily all very politically aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, not always with the best politics but I don't know I think it's more than I think there's just like all of this implicit all this implicit bias like against African teams as though like you know this, they can't be technical as though they can't be strategic right mm-hmm. so oh well you know they, they made it in but it's just because they have like physical abilities like no mm-hmm. no it's not that's not the case I don't know what do you, what do you think um I don't know. I think, like you were talking about earlier, there is definitely an overrepresentation of European representatives and like FIFA and shit like that, mm-hmm. like decision makers. Like you see it, like even like even on a more micro level, you see it on the field. Like mm-hmm. Alwasiye was the only black or only African manager in the entire tournament. He was the only black teams. manager. He wasn't the only African yeah. manager because Nabi Malum of Tunisia was oh, also yeah. there. But yeah, okay. only black manager. Yeah, he was the only black manager. Um, there were f- five African or four African teams. Five African teams. Five African um, teams. You had. I can't think. Can you think of any major European club that has a black manager? Um, I really, I really can't. I mean, I think there have been like a couple in the Premier League, but that's it. Um, yes, Marseille um, used to have a black manager, mm-hmm, but that was like. Mm-hmm. That was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I highly doubt Syria uh, has ever had one. I I mean, like, yeah, yeah we're not gonna, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's probably. Um, so, I think it, you know it, it. It's sort of like on. It's an institutional problem, obviously, the mm-hmm. underrepresentation of African black um, people in decision making roles not only on the club scene but on the um the football association scene the exactly. the country level and it it's manifested it manifests itself in Africa being the second biggest continent in the world and they have the third the second highest bids but Europe 
with all these shit teams that no one likes to watch. The way they play is like terrible and boring and awful. And like a lot of these African teams bring a lot of interesting. Like Ghana was like the most interesting team in 2014 group stage. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we don't see those those teams. And it's not for a lack of quality, it's just for a lack of representation. So I think it's a lot of, it has to do with the decision makers and who's making the decisions to only have nine bids for Africa, you know? Totally, because like, I don't know, if you look at, right, like the, like a lot of players become managers or become like people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, making decisions at the pitch, but, yeah, you know, if you look at like the proportion of black players mm-hmm. as players and then the proportion of black players... Um, at, you know, and the decision-making level, like, there's a huge drop-off. It's like, you know, oh, well, you can play, that's fine, but then, like, to be a manager, right. you know, people think that there's, like, a different set of qualities required. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's... And then, of course, being a manager is then, like, maybe what's a feeder into into federations and, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely agree with your analysis. Um, speaking of... African and black players and representation. Um, I think we should end by speaking about um, carding mm-hmm. yeah. in the tournament because it was extremely critical, especially uh, in the group stage because that's yes. the reason why Sen- Senegal missed the round of 16. So what have you thought about or what do you think about carding just in general when it comes to referees carding African players or black players or players of African descent? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's like, I don't know if even necessarily cards should be the deciding factor um, yeah. in the group stage. I mean, obviously, like <laughs> right. flipping a coin feels really unfair and arbitrary. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if like there's a perfect way to decide it. Yeah. But um, but obviously, like, if Senegal had been, you know, a majority white team that played the exact same way, like, I just don't think that they would have gotten that many yellow cards. Like, obviously, there's, um, there's like, a deeply rooted stereotype of black people being more aggressive. And, like, right. probably especially dark-skinned black people. Pace and power. A, right, right, exactly. Um and, you know, and conversely, like, there's this stereotype of, like, Japanese people or, like, East Asian people being, like, mm-hmm. very polite and not right. aggressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, you know, it just it just goes to show that, like, okay, even if we have VAR, that doesn't mean the refs are going to not have bias. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, that cost Senegal a spot in the, in the round of 16. Um, it's, it is, like it's kind of like a very visceral it's a very viscerally unfair thing mm-hmm. i think like there are all these studies that prove that like refereeing mm-hmm. in sports um mm-hmm. is biased against uh players of african descent mm-hmm. um and particularly i think the there's a study about the premier league and like so black players in general got carded more but then also if they were non-english like if they were like also immigrant black players or like i mean i don't know if I don't think they separated it out by like if they were black from France or they if they were black like who you know from Africa directly. But um, you know, there's also xenophobia that that kind of intersects with mm-hmm. racism, and obviously, right? Senegalese players they they fall into like the 
they mm-hmm. are also fall victim to xenophobia. Yeah. And yeah, not all the refs are like from Western countries, but like these dynamics are pretty globalized. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Um, it really fucked Senegal, but um, throughout this tournament, um, and like you said, uh, there have been studies to like back this sort of thing up. Referees are extremely um, ready to reprimand the African players at just so much quicker than they are to reprimand uh, non-African players. Mm-hmm. Um, they get most of the cards. They get most of the um, um, cautions. They give up most of the free kicks, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I really, I really, I mean, there's not much more to say <laughs> than what you said. Like you summed it up pretty perfectly. Like it's uh, discriminatory. There's evidence backing it up and it needs to change because, you know, it's extremely unfair, especially on the pitch, you know? Right. Like there's this idea that sports are a great equalizer and that like yeah. you know as long as you yeah. as long as you're you're good at, at sports like the rest doesn't matter and like you stand on your own merit but actually no yeah <laughs> yeah right um yeah that's depressing yeah. um hope i just want to see an african team in the semifinals i don't care what part of africa they're from i just want to see it happen once you know mm-hmm. before i die um yeah. i mean you know, I don't know how long any of us have to live, really, but hopefully. Uh, <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully it's going to happen. Certainly yeah. it's not for lack of talent. Yeah. Obviously there's a bit of luck and chance involved also in mm-hmm. soccer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe luck is going to turn in favor yeah. of, uh, of the African teams next time. Yeah. Um, We should definitely do this again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That would be great. Um, the semifinals are on Tuesday and Wednesday, I want to say. Uh, yeah, I think so. And then the, the, they have the third place game, is it Friday? And then the final Saturday, or am I getting... I think the final might be Sunday. Okay, the final Sunday, that means the third place game will probably be Saturday. Yeah. Um, so we can, we'll link up again. Okay, yeah, definitely. Um, All right, so thank you. Thank you for having me. All right.